Welcome to Fucking Candyland, hosted by Rampage and Gemini. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Candyland. We are in Libra season, and that is all about balance and relationships. So this season is going to be about evaluating your business connections, your personal connections, and your romantic connections. And what I'm finding personally is that a lot of people who don't do the work are mad at the ones that are doing the work because we are ahead of them or we're elevating away from them. And I've had people that literally have been in my life for so long showing their true colors all because I chose peace instead of revenge. Yeah. And I feel like that it almost feels like that's a natural thing that ends up happening. As soon as you start elevating and doing better and people feel like you are leaving them behind, they automatically place the word judgment and they automatically go, oh, well, you're doing all of those things and now judging me because I'm not doing those things instead of figuring out how to just support you, even if they don't want to be on the same journey, even if somebody doesn't want to be doing the same things, they can still be supporting you from wherever they're at and appreciating where you are on your journey. But I feel like right now, more than ever, Weird stuff is happening with friendships ending and with business things going awry and just like a whole bunch of stuff coming out of the woodwork. And again, I think that there's like an expectation, I think. So when you are doing better than somebody is expecting that you're going to be giving them more and, oh, well, you're elevating. So what now can you give me? Oh, you changed jobs where you're making more money. What now can you be giving me? Or business deals being like, well, you have this huge voice. So you should be doing this for me with your business because we're in a, we're doing something collaborative. What I'm seeing is that those same people have no personal goals whatsoever. And then it's like they wake up from this amnesia coma and realize that their life is passing them by and they're doing nothing about it. They're doing nothing about it. And so then they look at someone like me or you and they're like, oh, so she thinks she's better than me. No, baby. It took a lot of time of self-reflection, crying and holding myself accountable on my own bullshit to get here. So you should do the same. And then you can come to me and look at me and, and see where we actually are aligned. And I feel like being confident and being a woman because society is so against that, it is so triggering, especially to men and just people in your inner circle. Because all of a sudden, all the things that you were suppressing and afraid of, you're now speaking up on. Like I'm completely grounded in the fact that I used to party and do drugs all the time. And i chose a different lifestyle I'm completely grounded in the fact that I used to be a fucking hoe like for real like the people I was with and dated were disgusting and I can hold myself accountable and be like you know what I was making those decisions 
from poor judgment, from lack of self-confidence, from lack of self-awareness. And then the people who are still making those same decisions are mad at me or mad at you for changing that about ourselves. And it's like, instead of taking notes and being like, wow, my friend is doing this and I can do it too. It's all of a sudden we're competition. You know what? I've noticed this even outside of like personal friendships. I've noticed this even being in the public. So like I've been helping uh, my husband on the food truck and I've, I get hit on by men, but then the women are usually pretty abrasive with me. The old ladies are always great, but other people are usually pretty abrasive with me and like have a lot of attitude and um, like make little like snide remarks with their friends when they walk to the other window or whatever. And I just think that there is people are, I feel like really taught maybe by media when growing up and in like social circles where like their parents don't teach them how to do better, where you have to dislike the person next to you who's prettier than you or who seems to be doing better or maybe not even prettier than you, maybe just pretty in fucking general or looks like they have themselves together. There is automatically like a stigma that we're going to be stuck up and so other people have to. Or if you're doing well, then that means that you don't have any patience and understanding for the person doing their own thing. And in reality, when you see people that are doing well, we're so focused on what it is that we have growing and on growing ourselves and elevating what we have going on that genuinely there isn't judgment about what somebody else is doing because we don't have the fucking time. The people who have the time to judge somebody else's journey and make comments on it and put them down are the people who are fucking bored and don't have any hobbies. And I feel like when people are in that just like low vibration space where they're still living based off of their traumas and they haven't done any healing of that. I don't think that they have the mental maturity to look at situations from a bird's eye view and say, Hey, maybe you don't have kids page, but you're busy because you're running all of these businesses. Maybe you don't have the time to come and hang out with me because you are working full-time, plus you run a tarot business, plus you do modeling, plus you're doing all of these things. And people can, some people can only see life from a very like small perspective and short perspective. And eventually those people are going to want to wake up and do something different with their life because they're tired of being depressed and living in this low vibration. I feel like those people are going to come around and be like, oh, you really did have like the answers and the secrets now. Can you help me? And it's like people don't think about the bridges that they're burning when they're being hurt. And not everybody's going to sit there and help you pick up the pieces later, <clears throat> later on, because you realize that you done fucked up. The weird thing that's coming into my reality right now is it's like the people that I was down in the trenches struggling with, um, who are still a part of my life are now removing themselves because they are now threatened by my new self-awareness and self-confidence in who I am. And because they still haven't done the work or the shadow work and the healing, like you mentioned, to understand who they are, they're projecting their own insecurities and fears onto me, making it like I should apologize for elevating my fucking life. And that's what's coming up literally right now. I have someone who I've been friends with for a long time that's revealing their true colors. And it's purely coming from a place of lack 
in their experience. And when I try to tell them why they're constantly in lack or why they're constantly living paycheck to paycheck, they don't want to hear what you have to do to get away from that mindset, to create a new reality. They don't want to hear that. And I feel like this Libra season bringing out this imbalance and connections the imbalance has nothing to do with me and everything to do with their own fears and own insecurities. And because I can boldly speak on my traumas or my, you know, downfalls and be proud of them and know that that's what's going to be the juicy part of my story or the book that I'm writing. They don't like that because you're taking pain and you're turning it into power. And instead of wallowing in the trenches with them, you're seeing it from that eagle higher perspective. And I just feel like so many people take for granted what I've done for them or what I've attempted to do for them. But I'm not out here pointing fingers like, well, I told you how to fix that and you didn't. So screw you. But instead, I'm like, compassionate and understanding that it takes a while for people to actually be tired of their own shit to make a change. So with the trenches analogy that you gave, there are going to be two different kinds of people. There are going to be the people who are in the trench and they see that you got out and they're going to sit there and they're going to cry and they're going to be like, why am I still stuck in here? I can't figure out a way out what's going on. And they're just going to be so upset that they're stuck. Or they're going to, and you're trying to give direction and they're like, I don't want to do that. It's too difficult. Or there are people who you're like, to get out of that trench, you have to walk two miles north and then you have to climb up this hill and you're going to have to go through this swamp. Like you, you can direct them and they end up doing all of those things. And I feel like no matter how much you're trying to be positive and help elevate other people, if those people genuinely just want to sit there and wallow in themselves, then it is going to be your fault. It's going to be your fault that you didn't go back in the trench to put them on your back and carry them out yourself like your fucking Forrest Gump. That's what I'm hearing right now is like, well, you didn't check on me and you didn't make plans with me and you didn't do this. And I've heard this same thing from several people. And the real thing here is like it's not a personal attack against you because I'm choosing to better my life instead of going out to the bar with you or hanging out with you and doing the same old shit that we did our entire adolescence I'm a grown-ass woman I don't care if I got a kid or 15 kids I'm elevating my life and I'm choosing to spend my free time around people who help me elevate around people who inspire me around people who have other things going on than complaining about all the ways life isn't going in their favor. And in specific, when we started this podcast, I sent it out to people who I thought were close friends. You know who supports this podcast more than anything? Strangers from the internet, people from Patreon, people from TikTok. It's not the people in Louisville, Kentucky that I grew up with that I've bent over backwards for that are sharing and promoting the podcast. I don't ask anyone to share anything, but for anyone listening, a share is free. A like is free. A comment is free. People do not realize the magnitude of supporting someone when it does not benefit you. And what I'm hearing is you're no longer benefiting me. And now I'm mad at you. And now it's your problem. And now I'm removing you from my life. So how would you, if you were to give somebody advice on changing their mindset so that they don't treat other people the way that they've treated you, what would you say? 
I would say, first off, go read the four agreements. One of the four agreements is do not take anything personal because when you take things personal, whether it's, you know, a family member projecting onto you a relationship, a friendship, if you're taking things personal, you're not seeing your own part in it. And I feel like taking things personal means that you are creating expectations for this person, for this connection, for this whatever. And I feel like if you're not willing to do it for yourself, if you're not willing to put yourself on that pedestal, why should your friends or family do that for you? Oh, it's just the fact. And I feel like when I was really low self-esteem, it's because I was drinking and partying all the time. That is some low vibrational activities. So of course I was depressed. Of course I was in and out of crappy relationships. Of course I was allowing people to take advantage of me because I didn't respect myself. And I think that because I so openly speak up about you know, fighting addiction or breaking those cycles in my life, that the people who are still in those cycles feel personally victimized, which goes back to quit taking shit personal and take responsibility for your own actions, for your own life. And so many people want to act like, I think I'm better than them. I grew up in a split household. I grew up in a trailer. I literally lived in poverty. When I was younger, we would have cars repoed. We would be evicted. Like, So many things from the age of born to 10 years old happened that just normal children don't see. Domestic violence, people going to jail. Um, My mom's ex-husband went to prison for growing weed. I mean, the list goes on. So when people act like that I came from some family that's so supportive and, you know, cushioned my way through college and paid my car insurance and all these things, it's bullshit. None of that happened. So you can create an illusion of who you think I am and what you think built me to be this way, but it's pain, trauma, and addiction that built me to be this way. And that's why I admire Bunny and Jelly so fucking much talking about like a drug dealer and a hooker became multimillionaires and are creating a generational legacy. That's what inspires me. People who take all that pain, all that fucking drama, all the stuff that society tells you you should be ashamed of, and then they go write a book about it. Then they go write a song about it. Then they make a movie about it. That's the shit that inspires me. Not the people who are still at the same fucking bar every weekend doing the same thing. And then you want to point fingers to me? I don't have patience for that um, at all. I feel like I'm somebody who I keep my, my circle really small and I, I'm always trepidatious of like having new friendships with people. And by that, I mean, like we meet so many people with what we do on social media and it's so much easier to keep connections together on social media when you can genuinely care about what somebody's doing, but you really are living your own life. There's not an expectation that like you're going to do A, B, C, or D. But I feel like when you have connections with people in person, there really is this like pressure for you to be putting them before yourself. Well, you didn't want to hang out with me today. I know that you had to clean your house and do this, but you could have done that on another day. And I just find that people, a lot of times I just feel like people are really selfish and they're just so into themselves and what their experiences and they ride on their own traumas because a lot of people have experienced the same kinds of things that you've experienced, but they've also watched 
the generations before them put that into figuring out how to be functioning alcoholics. And for them, they don't have a problem because, well, it's not consuming their whole life. They can function on that. They're not going, they don't have to go to AA because they figure out how to do it. But when people have addiction problems or they have unhealed traumas and they have all of these things, it affects their expectations of other people. And I feel like for you in these situations where there are these people that you've known for so long that are doing this, it's because they haven't done any growth. And so for them, you're acting brand new because you've done all of these things behind the scenes and you've done. And when we talked with Peach, we talked about all the things that you do behind the scenes before anybody sees any progress. And so while you've worked on healing all of these things and getting yourself out of addiction and you've done all this. All somebody sees is now Paige is a tarot reader and she has this podcast and like, what the fuck? And I feel like the reason why people aren't acting any different and they aren't changing is because they've seen for years and for generations and for all the people surrounded by them that nobody has done these steps on healing. Nobody's told them how to do that. So if somebody does come in and says, hey, um, I was there where you are and it was a really negative space for me. And these are the steps that I took to kind of move out of that. They're going to be like, why are you judging me on where I am right now? Maybe I don't want to be doing all the things that you're doing. And it doesn't come from a place of judgment. It comes from a place of you trying to help. So I think that a lot of the frustration that you feel is like genuine hurt for one, these people, not these people that you love and care about not doing anything to better themselves. And so you keep on watching these people struggle through the same fucking cycles and not do anything. And then I think that there's a hurt of being slapped in the face by the help that you try to give them being thrown back at you. Honestly, when people are comfortable in their trauma, they don't want to break that cycle because it's all they've ever known. And I just think that as much as it's hurting me to see these people show their true colors, it's just the facts that we were trauma bonded. And that when I was in trauma or in a lower vibration, I wasn't a threat. I wasn't competition and I wasn't intimidating. And I think knowing that I've came from the same circumstances that they came from, they don't like that. They don't like that I've used it as fuel, as power. And I do not think I'm better than anyone. Honestly, I am so hard on myself. And the fact that people take this as um, arrogance or like a narcissist, I think a lot of people think I'm a narcissist because I post five selfies a day on Snapchat or because I take all these modeling pictures. I think a lot of people, especially now that I'm in the gym, I'm staying fucking consistent with every area of my life. I think people think that I am just a stuck up bitch. And if you actually know me and you're not judging me from the outside looking in, you would know that I have the biggest heart. I'm always giving to others. I'm always trying to help people. And you know, the situation that's unfolding right now, this particular person has a lot of toxic people in their life who don't like me. They've never liked me because when this person would come around me, they would start acting brand new to those people, trying to set boundaries, trying to voice their opinion, trying to speak up where they felt disrespected. And when people realize that you're elevating past that and you're no longer going to allow the disrespect you're becoming a threat and I just think that this 
relationship has been very one-sided for a long time. I never expect people to do for me what I do for them because I do have such a giving heart. Like if I give someone something or I help someone with something, I'm not expecting you to match that 1000%. I'm expecting you to appreciate that and to take it to heart that I'm trying to express my love and gratitude for you. Like, I'm not asking you to do anything in return, but I think some people are so used to that tit for tat. Like, well, I did this for you. So you got to do this for me energy that they don't know how to just accept the help. They want to take it as you're judging me. You're bossing me around. You think you're better than me. You think you have all the answers. Well, don't come to me and ask for advice And then not take the advice. It's going to make me not want to help you because you're making me waste my breath when there's literally people who pay to hear me speak on these things. So why am I sitting here trying to help you time and time again for you to just kick me because you're down and you want me to come down there with you and sink to that level. And instead of telling this person about themselves, I'm not even going to write back. I'm actually either going to block their number or just delete their number. Something beautiful about you, and it's not, it's it's a rare thing to find in friends, and it's something that I really value, is that you remind people of the strengths that they have, and you remind people that they have worth, and that people should be speaking to them respectfully, and that they have all the power in themselves to go and do all of these amazing things that you want to do, and so when people spend time with you, they feel very inspired and they, they want to do more and they want to, they want to vocalize their things and take control of their life. And they want to do all of these things. But then when they move out of your environment and out of your energy, they then have to apply all of the feelings that you gave them and all of the thoughts and advice that you gave them. And they have to put that into their real life. And when people don't want to make changes with their surroundings, because they, like you said, they're surrounded by partners or friends or parents or whatever that want to be stuck in the same place. Those people don't like being uncomfortable. So as much as they would love to be able to take all of the advice that you keep on giving and all of the things, it's too fucking difficult. And it's easier to say you're the problem instead of saying I'm the problem because I won't move out of this toxic circle that I have around me and out of living that because if you think about it, they, these people would have to end their relationships. They would have to probably find different jobs so that they're not triggered by the same things and the same coworkers. They would have to um, be away from probably family that they have. I mean, that's their family and that's difficult to do for a lot of people. And I just, it, it frustrates me as your friend because I see a lot of people projecting their bullshit onto you. And I get that it's a part of your journey for helping other people to see other people's triggers and and to get these situations. And I do think that there is an elevation in it for you and the fact that you know how to handle people in the future and have different expectations and to help other people with the shadow work through the processes But it's frustrating as your friend to sit back and see all of the judgments that you get as a person because you're everything that you just listed. You have a huge heart. You, you know, I order a deck of cards from you and you're sending me extra stuff and you're like, I put presents in there. Like anytime that you send me something, I know that there's about to be four crystals and a fucking little positive note, you know, like, and that just comes 
from your spirit. And I just feel like these people don't deserve your time or your energy. And I look forward to seeing all of the things that you keep doing that ruffles everybody's fucking feathers because yeah, maybe the people in, in real life right now that you that you know are being triggered by this, but also the people who listen to your podcast, the people who see you confident enough to share photos of yourself and they can go, oh, like there's nothing wrong with me loving myself and thinking I'm hot as fuck and taking care of my body. Paige did that, I'm gonna do that. And in the same way that, you know, people who come from addiction and the sex industry and stuff like that, look up to bunny and are going to look up to the book that she writes because the underdog made it. And if she can do it, I can do it. There are people who you don't know. We don't know that. Like you said, fucking support the shit out of everything that we do. I can't tell you how many messages we get from people that we've never talked to in our request boxes on Instagram that are like, Hey, I just listened to your episode. I really loved that. I needed that. Or, you know, I'm booking a service with you or just whatever it is. There are so many people who silently watch and don't support. And that's more than the people who nitpick, watch everything and then tear apart everything that you do. Everything that people are trying to poke holes in is getting filled double time with all of this love and positivity of the people who are being attracted to where you are right now in your fucking journey. And they just, I feel like you get judged off a very old version of you who I've been talking to you for two years now, and I've never seen the version that people are talking about. So kumbaya fucking yeah, because how dare somebody keep on trying to put you in a box that you outgrew fucking years ago. And the people that are coming up with this are like ghost for like four months and they always come up with this well you didn't check on me well I removed you from social media and you didn't notice you made this and I thought it was about me let me just say that if I have a problem with anyone I am like the most honest and open person about that and that's why I trigger people and intimidate people because I make you recognize where you're fucking up I make you be held accountable in my eyes for the boundaries that you're breaking or bending or whatever. So when people are like trying to project all this onto me, I used to be like, wow, maybe I am being a bad friend or maybe I am. But now I realize it's coming from an unhealed version of them projecting onto the healed version of myself. And I just think that people that are constantly caught up on money or the lack of money you need to check how often you're actually genuinely happy for people's success, how often those are triggering feelings of envy or jealousy. And it's natural to be envious when you are struggling, but it's not natural to be competing with your own friends and family who are doing nothing but trying to help you. Of course, you're going to have things in your life that trigger these lower vibrations, but what are you doing about them? What are you doing about them besides complaining or whining or asking why me or why them? That's bullshit. Like, yeah, I could look at Kim Kardashian and be like, why does she get to shit a hundred dollar bill every minute? And I can't, or I can just be like, you know what? I can do everything that I can do to be authentic and know that I'm building a name for myself and I'm doing better than who I used to be. 
Because honestly, it's Sunday. I would have been probably hungover right now, maybe doing a load of laundry, but I wouldn't be doing anything productive or positive. And so honestly, when people are coming for you as you grow and as you elevate, just some advice, take it with a grain of salt, knowing that they're coming from their own trauma. They're coming from that lower, jealous, envious energy because they know that you used to be exactly where they are. And now that you're not, you're now competition. And so the people who get it, get it. And I do not think I'm better than anyone. I literally do not compete with y'all. Like I, I don't care. Like literally love to see people win, love to see people grow. And I just, really am appalled that the fact is a lot of you all didn't want to see me come out of the trenches. Like you didn't want to see me grow. And so all that fake love and all that fake support really makes no sense. But this is like the fifth person since starting the podcast that has came out of the woodwork with this bullshit. Well, you didn't check on me. Well, you weren't there for me. But every time I've tried to help you and every time I've given you a free reading or tried to elevate your life, you take nothing from it. You do nothing with it and you implement nothing that I said. And it's yeah, not like I'm telling them to do hard stuff. It's just like journal, work out, meditate, quit drinking. And they go ape shit. I feel like that also goes into our topic on, on business right now too. And this being a season of like weird business shit happening, because I think that people take their, um, their traumas and don't heal them and then start businesses. And then they project all of that onto other people. So you have these people who do feel the insecurity by others doing well. And maybe they become photographers and they want to take pictures of people, but then it's a whole, well, I don't want to give you this because you think that you deserve it. If that makes sense. What I'm finding, especially with photographers is they want you to help build their career up. They don't want to hold up their within of the agreement. I know Gemini and myself have went through this in the last six weeks, people not holding up their end of the bargain. Meanwhile, we're recommending them to other people who are paying them money or rendering services that they can't even fulfill the contract or complete on in a timely fashion. And I just think that when you see someone growing and you're wanting to ride their coattail, then do what you're supposed to fucking do. Don't play games with the hand that feeds you. Don't try to get greedy early on. And I'm just going to air it out. I had an amateur photographer reach out to me per a recommendation from their mentor wanting me to work with them. Keep in mind, this is time for a portfolio. So it's us giving each other time in exchange to build both of our individual portfolios. The agreement was that I would pick the photos that were edited. Instead, this person just picked whatever they wanted and started sharing them without even giving them to me, without even tagging me. And then tells me that I'm being unprofessional because I'm asking them to withhold the end of the agreement in full. I thought it was, I just, that, that situation in particular, I just felt like was very odd. And I, I felt like you were a bit disrespected because 
One, I think that this person hasn't worked with a content creator before. And so you were trying to come at it with a, hey, I don't post all my photos at one time. I really like to trickle this out. It's really at a specific thing. And she's like, well, you can share the photos off of my business page. And you're like, well, that won't help your business. What'll help your business is if I post them and I tag because I have more following. I, I felt like, and I don't just blow smoke up your ass and say that everything that you do is like hunky dory and perfect, by the way. Like if I thought that like something was weird, I'd fucking tell you. Um, but I thought that what you were, I thought that you were trying to also educate her because she is being mentored and she is new. I felt like you were trying to say, Hey, when you're working with a content creator, like don't post all of the things, please don't post a, a thing with four photos. If you're going to tag me in something, can you make sure that there's not punctuation errors? Because I have people like you do things from a business mindset because you have a business yourself. I feel like both of us, we run our businesses and we run them with integrity and specific expectations. And we expect people to value our time. And so we go into it valuing somebody else's time and really trying to uh, make sure that we are step-by-step step going through with what was agreed to so that we make sure that we're not fucking people over. And other people, I just feel like people want to have their own businesses, but they don't want to do the work that it takes. They've never taken a fucking business class in their life. And um, that's fucking, that is wild to me. There are people out here who genuinely are running. I guarantee you that photographer has never taken a business class. The photographer that I worked with that I just had issues with has never taken a business class before. And that is something like, People listening, I think that that's the biggest recommendation that I could give when we're talking about business is whether you're going to college or you're doing like a quick study course or you are fucking binge watching YouTube videos every night before you go to sleep, you should be doing things to learn about how to conduct yourself in business and about contracts and about agreements and um, about money handling and about trade and all of these different things before you go out and you start businesses and working with other people, because like now you're never going to use that photographer again. She has never worked with a content creator before. So the four likes that she's getting on photos is going to stay four likes because she's not doing anything to elevate with the people that she has going. She only wants to do the exact same thing. And I feel like we're going to be seeing that all of these people that we try to take along the journey, because we do, we want to fucking take everybody with us. And we're like, I'll show you all the things that I'm doing so far. I don't have all the answers, but I've gotten here. Let me like give you the roadmap. I'll give you all the things. Eventually those people are going to be like, well, fuck, I should have just gone on the road trip and it's like seen where we ended up instead of fucking around. And that's exactly what hurts my feelings the most is like, I don't do anything with ill intention. I do not move with animosity. I do not move with a low vibrational mindset. I move with integrity. And when you question my integrity and my motive, I'm done with you because the last thing that I want to do is hurt your business. So if I'm telling you the concept or the idea that you have is not how meta the platform works then quit fucking trying to tell me otherwise when you only have 200 followers do not tell someone who is an accumulative of 70k in their interactions 
how to run something. Like you're trying to build a platform that I've already built. Why are you questioning me on how to do it? And I feel like so many people are like a pay to play type person. Well, you didn't pay me. So it's my rules. When you sought me out because of my expertise, because of my skills, like you came to me. It's not like I came to you, like, please take free photos of me. No, I have people every day wanting to take free photos of me. It's, it's not rocket science when it comes down to it, to listen to the person who actually has the following, because that's the reason she reached out to me in the beginning is because I know what I'm doing and I have a following. So if you really wanted to build your business, why are you severing the relationship after the first agreement? Like that's weird energy to me. That's competition energy to me. That's you wanted to use me energy. I feel like the situation that I just went through with finding a photographer was similar, um, but also different. Like for me, mine was a, hey, you're local, you're a photographer, you're wanting a reading. Would you, would you like to just trade services? Like, let's do that. I got ghosted the first time, literally 10 minutes before we were supposed to be on location. I got, oh, we're going to have to do it a different day. And then I saw on their stories that they were doing like a huge barbecue with people. And I didn't say anything because the next day I saw them post a video about being like in a deep depression. And I was like, you know what? Like you've got mental health things going on. You're really working through something. I'm not going to say anything because I've fucking been there. Like, I don't like putting pants on and leaving my house either. Like I, I get it. I'm going to, I'm going to let that one go. And they reached out to me like three times and we're like, we got to do a shoot, whatever. I'm like, okay, let's do it. And so um, they did come out to me because we were doing a, um, something near the nighttime and I can't drive at night. And so they were really nice. They drove half an hour to come here to do the shoot. Um, it was really quick. I smoked them out. They left. And then for two weeks, I was getting told, oh, I'll have the photos done by the end of the night. I'm so sorry. I haven't gotten them to you. I'll have photos to you by the end of the night. And so I reached out and was like, hey, um, I'm not rushing you. I would just really love to know the timeline for these photos because I hired somebody who I hired a marketing manager who's like creating things for me and I'm paying her right now. And she, because you said you'd have these photos and we can't do anything with them. Um, I would just like a timeline so that I can let her know and we can work on other content in the meantime, I'll have them to you by the end of the night. I didn't get anything and it took me going off on and I didn't go off on them I just went off on TikTok because I was like I'm just I don't understand people that conduct themselves like this and business like this it, it really bothers me and meanwhile I'm shouting out all over social media that I'm going to be working one-on-one -on -one with this photographer and how excited I am and to go and follow and I'm doing TikTok videos and I'm posting videos of um like I like to record the whole time that we're doing photo shoots and then take things out and make content with it. I tagged them in all that content. I did all this stuff. They got following and I still can't get any photos. And so I felt some kind of way, but you know, again, okay. Like maybe you're doing crazy fucking edits on it and you're making these photos so fucking fire. No problem. When I finally got the photos, I got like, I think I got eight or nine usable photos that I had to go in and edit because they were not edited. And 
I'm looking back at the video where we recorded all of this stuff and I'm seeing all of these poses I don't have photos of. I'm seeing shit that looks fucking fire on video that was not captured on the photos. And to the point where when I send photos over to my marketing manager, like I got these in, she goes, what the fuck was your photographer on? And I'm like, I know how I look. And I know that any other time that photos are taken, this is how I look. I know that my husband who has never fucking taken anybody's picture in his goddamn life can do a fucking fire ass photo shoot for me. But somebody who's a professional wants to anyway. So I learned from that experience. I learned what I took out of it because you know me, I'm like, what the fuck can we take from this? I learned that if you burn me once in business, you're going to burn me twice. I've learned this year that I'm not going to refer people just because somebody does a good job with me. If you notice that I tagged somebody on something and you want to reach out to them, great, but I'm not fucking referring anymore because I've had people who make music, ghost people that I refer over to them for their podcast music. I've now had stuff with photographers. I had stuff when I was um, trying to look at mentorship, like I just feel like this whole season that we're in right this second is going to be teaching so many lessons about things to tolerate and not to tolerate. And when it comes to building up business, I guess for me, I'm kind of taken aback and a little bit confused at understanding the way that people move because it doesn't seem like people have integrity in what they do. And I literally love that you pointed that out because a few days ago, even before this debacle with my friend and the photographer happened, I posted, um, I'm legitimately confused by how people move in the world. And I literally am. The thing for me is that when someone is trying to help you from like a real authentic level, they expect that from you. They expect you to bring that energy to the table as well. And I think that so many people are just so intimidated by someone who can ducks themselves um, authentically. Authentic energy scares people. I've learned this um, now that I've decided to start dating. People do not like that I know who I am outside of a relationship, that I am self-aware and self-confident outside of a relationship. And I've had a lot of people come to me like, why are you so hot or why this, why that? And it's like, really being attractive is how confident you are. The person that is the most confident in the room is going to catch eyes versus the person who's half clothed or actually attractive. If you conduct yourself from a place of lack, and I've had very attractive people be like, oh yeah, I'm not that cute. I understand. No, you're fishing for a compliment. You want an ego boost and you need to seek therapy because that's coming from a place of not being acknowledged in your childhood. And now you want everyone in your life, your relationships, your romantic life to validate you. That is why people are unhappy. And I feel like this episode is very feisty, but it's coming from a place of love because I'm just trying to let people know that if you want to move in the world with me, then you need to get a fucking grip on what reality and what expectations are. I don't need you to do everything for me that I'm doing for you. That's why Gemini and I have such a great balance because 
whenever we come to one another, we authentically show up in the highest and best. And whenever I'm venting to her, when I'm saying something to her and she's like, okay, I think you could have done it like this or no, that person's got you fucked up. And I take that with a grain of salt, knowing that, you know, this is just her perspective, but it's nice to get an outside perspective when you're going through something that's triggering. And what I'm finding right now is that people want to point fingers to me telling me that I think I'm better than people since I became a tarot reader. No, baby. I learned who the fuck I was and started seeing my own worth as I dived into spirituality. So what you're telling me is now that I'm sober and I'm not drowning in illusion that I think I'm better than people. No, I am actually self-aware now and I can hold myself accountable for all the ways I was selling myself short in every arena of my life which really started in the dating world. Like that's where I was selling myself short the most. But now I see all of these so-called friends that when I was partying and I was getting fucked up all the time were right there with me, have been nowhere to be found, but yet I'm the one that's supposed to reach out to them. And because I'm not reaching out to them, I'm a bad friend. No, I'm going to be honest. A lot of people need to deal with their trauma in the dark and alone. You don't need a crutch. You don't need someone guiding you. You need to sit with yourself. And a lot of you all don't like yourself. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry you don't like yourself. I used to hate myself too. Doesn't mean that you should, you know, keep that trend going and point fingers at everyone who does love themselves as competition. But it means that you should maybe take some notes. You should literally get that journal out, put the put the pipe down, put the weed down, whatever it is, and fucking get real with yourself. But so many people have been taught escapism in this society, whether it's escapism with sex, work, video games, movies, the internet, it does not matter, but you're escaping the reality that you hate yourself. And we've all hated ourselves. We've been in program to hate ourselves. I know people have came to me about Gemini saying like, I don't even know who she is because two years ago, she was wearing big t-shirts and like covering herself up all the time. And now she's on the internet, you know, showing who she really is. And I know that girl that I did the Halloween party or the birthday party for that knew mm-hmm. you. Um, she was like, she's a different person and it's just so inspiring. So you can either be inspired by my growth or you can be triggered, but either way you need to heal. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect. And I know a lot of people in the lens of their trauma are just hearing all the ways that I think I'm better than you. That's not the case. I know I'm not better than you because I know one wrong move, one wrong relationship or one wrong decision could put me exactly back into the low vibrations that I came from. That's why I'm so selective about people I hang out with. That's why it's going to take a lot more than a couple weeks of dating or months of dating for me to actually open up to you emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Like, it's not that I'm building walls to keep people out, but it's, I'm not going to dance with the same devils over and over again and then cry because I keep getting burned. And You know, we, we talked about you and, and the things that the ways that you're different and the ways that you've elevated and and the addiction that you have and things. And to go into what you just said about, like, used to be, I used to be a completely different person. I literally was somebody who had childhood sexual assault and kept that a secret my whole life because I, I didn't want to hurt my mom or my brother with the information. And so I went through that by myself. 
somebody who had uh, religious judgments by my whole very religious family growing up. And every choice that I made, I was told that I wasn't moving in God's love and I was being disappointing and all of the decisions that I made, everybody was always scrutinizing. So I was uncomfortable with my body. Then I also have a Nana who you put on five pounds and she's like, you're really big. And like when I just had a baby went to take me shopping and told me that I needed to buy leggings and big shirts because nobody needs to be seeing your belly and things like that. I also had a mom who was 16 years old and a tomboy and didn't know how to dress like a lady. And then I, you know, I get a stepdad who's like, let me go and take you to the store and get jeans and shirts. And I had no idea of figuring out who I was as a person. And then I was in, you know, when I started getting a little bit of freedom, I was in a very abusive relationship where somebody told me that I was ugly all the time and would hit me and I would wear clothes to cover up bruises and I gained a lot of weight and I was very uncomfortable with it. And then I, you know, like had a baby and I had postpartum and I didn't want to be a mom and I didn't like being a mom and I didn't, and I like, so I have, everybody has all of their own traumas and all of their own shit. And just because that stuff that I don't speak on even, and by the way, you and I don't fucking owe anybody explaining our past and where we come from and why you're seeing the progresses that we have. That's our fucking journey. And we share a whole lot of information and we are not entitled to tell anybody about any of the shit that we've been through. And I don't see so all of these people that have all of these comments I don't see them on platforms trying to take anything that they've gone through and do anything better with it. And yes, you see me getting more confident. You see me doing more things because I surround myself now with people who were like, no, be the baddest version of yourself. Who gives a fuck? I used to be so uncomfortable with how other people would, would see me. And by the way, on top of that, I also have a brain disease that prevents me from being able, like I'm supposed to have to have weight loss surgery in order to lose weight. And I've lost almost a hundred pounds on my fucking own. So you bet your fucking ass that I'm going to wear booty shorts and whatever the fuck I want to wear and be fat in whatever crop top I'm going to have on, because this is literally a size that I was told that I wasn't going to be able to be. And I have done crazy nutrition plans and workouts and all of this shit. And if people had put in 25% of the effort that I had to put in to be right here, they would be further along in their physical journey than I am. So like, maybe you should go and apply a fourth of the fucking effort that's had to be put in to be exactly where I am right now, because it would be simpler for you. And like, I, I think that that's why at this point, like I come across cold to people and I always have, but now so more, especially like, I get like, I am so, um, I guess I'm a very guarded person when it comes to real life and it comes to real friendships on things. I'm a very guarded person on things because I can't watch people around me complain and never do anything different about it. It makes me very mad Amen. and it makes me have resentment and I can't, I would rather watch you from afar, elevate and do your things, then be here in my physical space and watch you be upset that your life doesn't change. And I am somebody who I want to do it for you. 
I would love to be like, I give you advice. I would love to do it for you. And I will make myself sick trying to fix your life and fuck you for putting that on me. Right now, all I'm hearing from most of these ish, these people in our life is just projections. And I will not embody your perception of me because now I know who I am. And that's without the illusions of drugs and alcohol. Like I know who I am now. And before you all could take advantage of me, before you would have me apologizing for shit that I wasn't really doing. Because that's what this person in my life right now wants me to do. Actually, the photographer and this person, they want me to apologize for standing firm in my boundaries. And I just think that I'm not going to apologize for elevating. I'm not going to apologize for my success when I'm on the podium and I'm giving my acceptance speech. You can either clap or you can fucking boo. I don't care. It's not going to change me because I'm still winning either way. And I think that finding each other through Bunny and knowing that Bunny has been tapping in with our podcast is like all I need to know. I do not care if my high school friends share the podcast. I don't care if you all support me. I know some people are listening as a spectator trying to use what I say against me or try to prove me wrong. But baby, I'm walking that walk and I'm talking that talk. So you can't stop me because now I'm so rooted in my passions so anyone who's saying that since I became a tarot reader, I'm judging people, that's because you know in your heart what you're doing is against your soul's calling and your soul is urging you to listen to me. But instead of listening to me, you're using it as, well, Paige thinks she's better than me. Paige is judging me. Paige isn't there for me. No, I'm sorry. I'm too focused on my own plate, trying to build a legacy for my future children to worry about what you're doing. And that's why I've had to unfollow and just block a lot of people. And I have no problem blocking my own imaginary sister. Don't think I'm not going to cut you out. And I just feel like when it boils down to it, what are you doing to better your life? And if you're not doing what you know you should be doing, you are the problem. I don't need to apologize for showing you what could happen for you and what can happen for you. And anyone who's listening that's been taking our advice, that's been getting readings and been following Spirit's guidance, your life is significantly different. I know several people who have came to me like, yes, I used to be suicidal. Yes, I used to hate myself. Yes, I used to settle. And I will never do that again. So many people, I mean, it's countless. It's 20, 30, 50 people that come and tell me this. So I know that the people who were benefiting from my lack of awareness and lack of self-love are triggered, but you're not going to come to my messages. And one of the messages said that I go to lavish places and I think I'm better than everyone. I'm sorry that I work hard and go on a fucking vacation every once in a while. See, what? not, I got I got to tell you, not one time have I ever gone and done and worked so hard to go on a trip for myself or to go do something and I've been there like ha ha Linda didn't get to come with me nah bitch I'm over here sipping on margaritas with my toes in the sand I don't give a fuck about what you're doing make money go too I really think that a lot of people because they come from a place of lack and stinginess and jealousy they will never elevate and I feel bad for you all I genuinely in my heart want everyone to feel safe secure and abundant like that is my ultimate goal as a spiritual practitioner is to show people that the answers you're seeking you already have them the 
abundance that you want is already available to you. Like if I can teach anyone to use their pain for power, that's what I'm going to do. So for someone to be like, I'm suicidal and you weren't there for me, that's because you didn't want me to be there for you. That's because every time I tried to be there for you, you take it as I'm competing with you or that I'm judging you. No, I'm letting you know that other people can see that you're fucking up and you already knew you were fucking up. You didn't need us to tell you that, but you don't want to do anything about it. And that's why you feel judged. And on that topic, I feel that we should both let you know that we have mentorship tiers on our Patreon. So if you really like the, like the shit that we've gone through and the way that we've navigated to be where we are right this minute, and you want to support that journey and you want to like get advice on the things that we did to elevate and have one-on-one like conversations and phone calls and discussions and whatnot. We both have mentorship tiers on our Patreons. They're different. We both offer different things because Paige is her own fucking Polly Pocket amazing human being. And I do my own shit too. Um, But you guys should take a look at that because if you are genuinely listening to the podcast because you want to like elevate yourself out of situations in your surroundings and you don't have people that like hold you accountable in a supportive and loving way and give you steps, that's such like, I feel like, I feel like offering that now is such a fucking cool thing. And I was, you started your mentorship tier. And then I was like, I would love to do something like that, but I don't know how I would go about it because I would do it so differently. And um, then I got inspired by somebody that I had um, a client that I had and something they said that would be helpful for them. So I thank you because I feel like, you inspire me to do a lot of things because you're always leveling up and you're always having these new ideas and you're very business savvy. And I like that you give me like tips on what you're doing. And then you also have always just given me the freedom to make something my own and not feel like I stole some idea from you, you know, because a lot of people would be like, I had a mentorship tier first. And then she decided that she was going to have a mentorship tier. And that was my idea. And it's literally so completely different. And I love that. And that I feel like that goes both ways. If we're doing something like video readings or whatever it is, and the other person likes the idea, you just use it and make it your own thing. And we're just like, fuck yeah, friend. That's like dope as fuck. I think if anyone could take notes from our friendship, they could see how they can better show up in their own connections because a lot of people are competing within their intimate connections, relationships, and friendships. And I do know that over the course of our friendship, we have done a lot of similar things, but we're doing them very differently. And honestly, I think that as we grow together, that it is coming full circle for us as like, business partners and as like a unit because the more that we can bring into our umbrella whether it's teaching or you know whatever mentoring it's helping the unit which is look at like a lollipop like it helps us come together and I do find that sharing ideas or bouncing ideas off people especially like photographers they'll just steal your idea and go do it with someone else that's what's coming up for me and that what also came up for you so I think that 
what the point of this episode is, is no matter how self-aware you are, how confident you are, how abundant you are, there's always going to be a motherfucker that are mad that you didn't pull them up a plate and seat and cook for them and feed them and give them the silver spoon or whatever. And there also will be those people who want to say, well, they only got there because they're pretty, or they only did this because someone paid for it, or they're only doing that because I did that. You know, it's, it's always that. And I think, you know, Bunny says it best. If I inspired you, great. But if you copy me, we have issues. And I really don't care because I see a lot of people that copy me. I've had one girl who actually ended up blocking me over some weird shit. She said something like, you make people want to copy you. Okay, so I'm a trendsetter. Instead of saying that backhanded compliment, you could have just said, I love your style. You're such a trendsetter. And then move on. But your ego wanted to word it as it was negative or as it was like a punch. You make people want to copy you. Why? By breathing and existing. It's the same thing for men being like, women shouldn't wear that if they don't want to be touched or they don't want this or you're asking for it. No, simply existing is not asking for anything. But what I'm saying is like the point of this episode, it doesn't matter how elevated your energy is. The darkness is always going to try to come for you and bring you back down to the levels that you were at. And normally, when someone writes me a big book message, I would then let them know all the holes and flaws and their story and their lies and the bullshit and how they're, you know, seeking no accountability in the situation. But instead, I'm just going to leave your ass on red because you're not going to trigger me. And I'm not going to let you know that you haven't been a good friend for a long time because honestly, I know people go through stuff. I go through stages where I don't text or call anyone and it's not personal. It's not because I don't care about you. It's not because I don't love you. But when I see you, when you're happy and you're out at concerts or you're out at ball games or you're doing stuff and you don't ever call me, but when you're down, depressed or lonely, that's when I hear from you. I take note of it. I don't necessarily cut you off first rip, but I do take note of it. And I think that people are extremely intimidated by women who are versatile and can connect with many different people, many different cliques, many different communities, because then that shows them that they don't really want that. And then that triggers them even further. They don't want to elevate or to connect with people who are good for them. Cause if they did, they would cut out the people who are not good for them. Yeah. Everything that you said is like the perfect way to end this episode, because that sums up everything that we discussed and every single fucking feeling that I have on this topic. We want everyone to absolutely live their best life. We want everyone to be at the level of confidence of Britney Spears and her dancing videos and giving zero (laughs) fucks that people think she's batshit crazy. We want you to have Britney Spears confidence. And if you don't and you feel like you don't, tap in on the mentorship on Patreon. We are literally not trying to sell anyone anything. But if you keep putting a price tag on your happiness, you're always going to be in lack. You're always going to be in a lower vibration because you're not investing in yourself. So today and tomorrow and every day going forward, find the ways that you can 
reserve your energy to invest that back into yourself and into the things and the people that actually matter. Because I promise you longevity of a connection, 15, 20, 25 years, it can go down the drain tomorrow because when you reach a point where you're now intimidating those people, they're going to leave you behind anyways, because now you're the problem. So we will see you next time. Hopefully everything will be much more balanced this Libra season. And we love the support. We love everyone who is actively trying to elevate and we love you. Love you guys. Talk to you next time.